This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish, in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Patriots, tragically, massive corporate layoffs, they are accelerating, especially in the tech space. But one job that's very much in demand, being a repo man, because Americans cannot afford their cars. Let's look at the numbers in a chalk talk. Last year, 2022, Americans lost $1 trillion in real disposable income. That was the worst percentage drop since the Great Depression, making it incredibly hard for Americans to deal with rising interest rates and more expensive loans on things like automobiles. Car payments, $1,000 a month or higher, that's now 16% of all auto loans, all-time high. For context, three years ago, that number was only 6%, which translates into a giant jump in the percentage of Americans who are severely delinquent in their auto loans, meaning they haven't paid in three months. We just put in a number of almost 6% there, which is worse than the levels of the Great Recession of 2008, 2009. Patriots, these numbers, this economic reality makes it imperative that the House GOP hold the line regarding the debt ceiling. Okay, I want to connect that, people's personal lives, the debt ceiling, what you just saw on Ben Burkwam's footage of coming up to invade the United States of America, and the Ukraine. And only Steve Cortez can tie all that together. Steve Cortez. No, and it, it is all interconnected. And by the way, this is going to be a really busy economic week, not so much today, but the rest of the week. We have a slew of corporate earnings, Steve. We have the Fed midweek, and then we have the jobs report at the end of the week. But the preponderance of the economic evidence, unfortunately, is dismal, especially for working class and lower income folks out there. Uh, the car data alone shows it. Most Americans simply cannot afford a $1,000 car payment, okay? And that's, by the way, just the payment. Forget about insurance and gas and any maintenance for the automobile. So Americans are struggling mightily. The fact that we have a greater delinquency problem right now in terms of being three months behind, all right, that's severely delinquent. If you're three months behind in your car payment, uh, you are about to lose your car. And those rates are higher now, Steve, than the 08-09 recession. But to connect us to the two other crises, the created crises that you mentioned, the escalation in Ukraine and the border crisis, this is a time for America to focus internally. It is a time for us to heal our country and to restore our American economy, to connect this to the border. Uh, in a time of 21 straight months of crashing real wages, the worst streak in all of American history, the last thing America reads, needs right now is millions of new workers flooding into this country to compete in the labor market unlawfully and unjustly against American citizens, further depressing wages in this country. And then regarding the Ukraine crisis, the last thing that America needs right now, as we are trying desperately to get our fiscal house in order, 
uh, as we as we have this debt showdown, which is crucial because we earned the leverage of winning the House of Representatives. The last thing America needs is to borrow mountains of money, hundreds of billions of dollars to waste on a corrupt country who is fighting another corrupt country in a war that does not involve any U.S. national interest. So uh, heal thyself, America. Look internally. Protect our border, protect American workers, and start to restore prosperity to regular Americans. A huge part of that is going to be this debt ceiling showdown. The, 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 the prosperity is right there in front of us. Two things we need in this debt ceiling showdown. The two things we need to force, and we have the leverage in the House to do it. We're going to get people numbers in about where to call and uh, who to call. Is The Treasury must come forward with their financial model on exactly where the country is and where Biden regime says we're going to go. Just show us the numbers. Show us the math. And we need Biden forced to come to the House of Representatives on a war powers resolution, Steve Cortez, to put his plan before the American people. Let's have a vote. Put your plan on the liberation. If you're going to liberate Crimea, let's be upfront about it. Put it before the American people. We believe in democracy. Have a vote. and, uh, And we move on from there. Steve Cortez, where do people go to get all your great content, sir? Yes, please find me, this Chalk Talk, and a lot more on the Twitter. I'm at Cortez Steve. Cortez with an S. Appreciate it. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Mike Lindell joins us now. M- Mike, I, I know we got other stuff to talk about, and you're going to tee it up, and we're going to talk about it. But I, I just want to – last time the audience left, Mediaites got up our interview on uh, – when you're sitting outside your room at the, at the hotel – it's, it's the number one traffic generator at Mediate all weekend. The Kerry Lakes stepped in for part of the interview. I know you've got a lot to say, and people – I did John Frederick's radio show this morning. People are – the audience still worked up. I think what we say is that we had two uh, – we had Maine, the, the party there, the, the, the pro-America first MAGA candidates, pro-Trump, flipped uh, Maine. And then we had Jeff DeWitt, uh, Trump endorsed the one in Arizona. There's a lot to talk about. And I, we don't have time right now to talk about it. There's some stuff people are working on. And, Mike, I think, you know, you want to come back, you know, middle of the week or in a couple of days uh, and, and talk about not just your experience, but also your takeaways from that. And, and we'll get to all that. Is that a good summary? We can say, hey, you're going to come back and we got we got yeah. uh, some things to talk about, but it'll be later in the week. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Everything with the RNC, everybody, the hope we have going forward and anything we have that came out of there. I'd like to wait on that to the end of the week because I have a big announcement right now that I have to uh, uh, talk about. Okay, I want to go to this big announcement. Andy, you're going to tell us about what you're doing tomorrow night. So this is huge. Mike, why don't you tee it up and then we can play it. Yeah, everybody, you know, the uh, I have, you know, hundreds and th- well, literally thousands of workers and we make the my pillow right here in the USA. And we now have technology that came available. It's temperature regulating thread. And what that is, the fabric we made now and added it to the MyPillow's patented fill, we now have the MyPillow 2.0. Remember, sleep is about, it's not about firm or soft. Everybody wants soft, but you want it to stay there. And it's about, it's about that and temperature regulating. So, we, Steve, I, I've got it right here. We have a behind the scenes when we made the commercial last week. I actually, it was the week before. And I thought your audience here now gets the first chance to see the MyPillow 2.0 and we just put it up on your square on the website the C-Ban War Room Square so if you have that clip it's awesome yeah I, I tell you Denver let's go ahead and play the clip and I'll have Mike come back in and, and tell us more about it let's go ahead and play it 
Everybody here on the War Room, uh, the War Room Posse, we're doing a, one of our biggest commercials productions ever done. It's the new My Pillow 2.0. We're introducing it right here on the War Room. The back scene, the back all day long, we're filming the making of a commercial, and you are the first ones in the country that can get the My Pillow 2.0. She's gonna be here. Anybody six one? I'm pretty close. Okay. Here we go. Miss makeup. Well, you look good. to the MyPillow 2.0 commercial. I've been sleeping on it now for over two months, and you wait till you get yours, you're gonna absolutely love it. Use promo code WARROOM, everybody. And action. You're sleeping even better. Even good. I knew you would. MyPillow 2.0. It's a great name for it, huh? I was supposed to say pillow, but I said my pillow, everybody. Remember, this has a patented fill with this new fabric technology that we didn't have back then. You can't even imagine anything better than a MyPillow, but we've done it with the MyPillow 2.0. My Pillow 2.0, the most amazing pillow in history, and you are the first ones that can get it. It's a buy one, get one free. Use promo code WARROOM now. Okay, Mike, so what did we just see there? There was the making of a spot, but also the rollout of this new technology. So buy for game. Tell us about the technology and the rollout, and then tell us about you making the spot. Yeah, yeah, the technology. A lot goes into making a commercial. This is like one of our, you know, it's, it got it got somewhat easier with when you got the when the China virus came into play and we could do it sitting behind a desk and and uh, but here this was a full on production and I didn't we did not have the technology back when I invented my pillow in 2004 and five this technology became available the last couple of years we've been working on this for a long time it makes the my pillow it makes it softer it regulates the temperature and. Uh, and uh, you know, you, you know, nobody likes sleep interruption, flipping it to the cool side or using your arm and all this. My pillow covers all of that. It takes away all those uh, sleep interruptions. And uh, I'm, I've never been so excited about a product launch or one of our products launch ever. This is, uh, it was so much fun making this commercial. We brought back the actors, the actors that um, we had with the mirror where you open up and said, Megan, Megan, he's back. And uh, so we brought back that. It was a lot of fun. We I hadn't seen them in about uh, I don't know four or five years, and all the crew together. You know, this is it was it took all day and uh, and right now they're doing uh, down in Florida at our other studios. They're they're doing all the testimonials. People really get the My Pillow 2.0. We tr they try it out. They do all these things, and um, um, and then we'll have the testimonials. So you're getting a sneak preview here on the war room that uh, probably never happened before. We kind of, kind of like a commercial within a commercial. I want your audience, Steve, to try this. It is, there's nothing better. I believe it's the best pillow in history and the best product in history because it helps you so much. And um, it was just awesome making the commercial though. I had, it was a, 
Um, it brought back a lot of, I haven't done a commercial like this in about three years since uh, all this started in our country. There's a little uh, fake mustache. They were going to have a, um, a uh, fake mic in there, but uh, of course I, 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 I like doing all that stuff myself. <laughs> I want to go back to the. I want to go back to the pillow because people don't often see the businessman side of you. You started this. You got the technology originally, and you're selling them out of uh, the trunk of your car at uh, at these flea markets. And now you're, you know, billion dollar business. Uh, what, how long you've been thinking about the technological? Because people know, and Mike and I talk all the time. He's always coming out with new products. He's always tinkering with things around the around the edge. This is not tinkering around the edge. This is kind of a uh, a, a reimagining. Right, fundamentally of the of the my pillow itself. Right. When did you start thinking about this and really working on the technology? Yeah, this was about a, actually about a year ago, and it was uh, it was my son and others in the company that uh, that started talking about this, and then they I said, well, bring me some uh, some options back, and uh, this patent or this uh, that patented fill that my pillow had that didn't change, but this this thread, this temperature regulating thread that's out there now. And uh, I don't even know how long it's been out there, but we definitely didn't. It's not in any pillows that I that I know of. And we, it's a company we work with. And then we started. It took months to get okay. Come up with a fabric. So the fabric is all this technology and the, the thread that makes this fabric. It actually feels smoother now. It's I mean, it, and uh, and regulates that temperature. Then Steve. Then we had to get a machine that does the cutting. You have to have a technology to be able to cut this different fabric. So that was, you know, we bought that. And I bought that. It was a hundred and some thousand dollars. I bought it just just on the come. I mean, it would took months to get this machine. And and whether it worked or not, we didn't even know at the time. But you got to I wanted to have it. I didn't want to delay it. I don't want anything to delay anything if it's going to work. And we uh, um, it all came together in, de- in December of this year. And we... Um, and then we uh, is you then you got to start making the commercial. But the, what we did is we sent out all the pillows to people to try. I want and I tried it myself now for two months. It is the most amazing sleep. One of the things that people don't realize that my pillow is different is the patented fill interlocks. That's patented, and you move it, and it holds that height. Sleep is about height. It's not a, the distance from your head to your bed. It's not about people. Everybody wants soft, but they want it to stay there, not go down like down pillows. And then you combine that with temperature regulating technology. You have the best pillow in history. Uh, Mike, hang on for one second. We're getting more on this after a short commercial break. We're also going to go to the Vatican with Ben Harnwell. And guess what? Mike Allen's Axios leading with artificial intelligence. How did it start to overwhelm us? All next in the war room. Will the lack of a red wave during the midterms lead to a more emboldened Biden, more wasteful government spending, higher taxes, the deepening of inflation? And how do you protect your hard-earned savings from chaotic financial markets? The answer, by diversifying your retirement savings with real physical precious metals with Birch Gold Group. Text Bannon to 989898 for a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. Birch Gold has almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs. Text Bannon to 989898 and claim your free, no-obligation info kit. Don't let the left devalue your savings. 
own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account from Birch Gold. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bannon to 989898 and secure your future with gold. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay. Uh, by the way, I, w- I want to make an announcement, make sure everybody uh, understands this, is that um, Mike Lindell is going to be, because I don't think it's gotten out there enough, Mike Lindell is going to be on Jimmy Kimmel again tomorrow night. Jimmy Kimmel is, actually wants a return bout, Lindell. I thought he got beat up enough last time. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fun. And this time, everybody, he's uh, he said I couldn't come on unless I was in this claw game because I'm not vaccinated. So. There's going to be a lot of humor and a lot of back and forth. Believe me, we've been going we've been going back and forth for almost three quarters of a year now on whether to come on his show or not. So it'll be interesting. It'll be a lot of fun. How many million? How many millions of views does your YouTube? The time you on Jimmy Kimmel. How many YouTube views does that have, sir? I know it was a couple of million. Oh no, it's it's well over five million. But if you spread that out, it's uh, it's over ten million. Um, you know, I've talked to their producer. For, I believe it was one of their number one show of that year. Um, you know, millions tuned in to see that. And this is the same type of thing as people say, Mike, why do you want to go on there? Why do you want to go on there? I want to get the word out, no matter what it takes. Remember, everybody, uh, I'm run- when I ran for RNC chair, Fox wouldn't even let me on for that. So when, when you can't get on other stations and you get the word out about the election crime in our country, um, you know, I, you know, it is a, it's a, it's tough. I don't like being attacked, but uh, if that's what it takes to help save our country, I'll go on Jimmy Kimmel every day, every day of the week and get attacked by the media over and over again because it's worth it. Okay, I got to talk about, by the way, so Jimmy Kimmel tomorrow night, that's 1130, correct? It starts, it's ABC's late night show. I think it starts after the local news so it's 11:30 eastern standard time we'll make sure tomorrow we're going to promote this so everybody can see um mike lindell uh mike um th- 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 you you tell a great story is that uh and this is the power of uh of, of the effort you're putting back on my pillow 2.0 you tell a story you've always told me a story when you first started stop selling them out of the out of the back of the <laughs> the trunk of the car at the flea markets you went and you were going to do these uh these home shopping shows. And uh, of course they want to do actors. said, no, I got to do it myself. You go in you're fully scripted. It's just not you. It's not working. And then you come off script. And I guess the, the guys at the, the, the professional said, no, you're the worst guy in the world. You won't sell a pillow. This is not the way you do, th- not the way you do things. And you've become the right. biggest, you know, pillow uh, salesman uh, ever with these great products. But is true is the first time you ever used actors. It just wasn't Mike Lindell looking to a camera. Was the time that you used these actors with the one that you opened up the uh, you opened up the uh, the, um, the, the mirror the kitchen, yeah. or the the, the 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 mirror in the uh, bathroom? That that's correct. In fact, when we did that commercial, I believe it was about four or five years ago. I, I, about halfway through the commercial, I said to my two the two gals, my CMO, and I said, "Wow, these two are really good. They should be actors." And they said, "Mike, they are." But they, what I want everybody to know is we gave them the products, <laughs> but, but we gave them the products just like they were just like they were regular, you know, anybody. And and now we brought them back and they actually had the products then to use for the last month. So not but they're not only they're actors, but they're actors that are surprised how great the products are. You know what I mean? And so 
But uh, but yeah. yeah, every other commercial we've never used actors. This one is so. Um, I just wanted to be get the message across the best it can possibly be. So I wanted them to come back. That's one of our most watched commercials in history. Was that one with the mirrors open and and uh, they. Um, it's going to be, you wait till you see the commercial it comes out in a couple of weeks, but you guys got to see back. I think that's probably the first time Steve or anyone got to see backstage of a commercial or the behind the scenes, especially uh, one of mine. I don't think we've had, we've done something like that before, but we thought we'd do no. it here for your great audience. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if people know the professionalism of the, all the, you know, it's like a Hollywood shoot. Uh, so mm-hmm. my pillow 2.0, you can get it on our square, go to mypillow.com. Promo code Warm, go right to our square. They've got it up. Buy one, get one free. Uh, I just and you're on Jimmy Kimmel tomorrow night. Mike Lindell's back on the back on the road, off the chain of the Jimmy Kimmel show. I do want to just leave Mike with people that are, and I think you saw it up close and personal. I quite frankly was shocked by what I saw, and it's not and it's not the vote. It's deeper than the vote. Uh, and these state parties need help. They need assistance. There's a lot going on behind the scenes. And, and later in the week, after you finish Kimmel, you're going to come on Thursday, Friday, and we're going to talk. Uh, more openly and, and directly to this audience and to the Lindale TV and, of course, the Real America's Voice about right. initial thoughts of a number of people coming out of last week. Correct, sir? Absolutely. There's so many good things. There's so many good things, but there is a lot of disturbing things, everybody. And and I'll have a plan uh, where all of you can get involved going forward. And uh, I'm going to be going to a state, Steve. I, I'm not I'm not I'm not missing a beat starting this week. I'm going to be flying into a. Um, at least three states towards the end of the week. And uh, so we'll probably do our show right from one of those states and we'll have a great report of what's going on. And um, But uh, one of the things that I want to say is we need to hold the RNC accountable. She, They did say, I will work with Mike Lindell. I can't wait to work with Mike Lindell. Well, when you work with me, you, it's election crime, not a weak word like election integrity. It's called the election crime. We're going to talk later in the week. We're setting up the election crime unit, Steve. So everybody stay tuned. It's going to be big. Yeah, I think this is something that we got to figure out the, the direction of this, because I think people are very, very disappointed, not just about the vote, but the way the whole thing, I, the way I, I said it was on the John Fredericks. It's like you realize now the people associated with it are really the kids who were on student council back in junior high school and, yeah. and, and theater, the theater club. Right. There's nothing wrong with the theater club or the student council, but. You know, if you're a brawler, that was that wasn't your first pick as a club. And right now, uh, Mike, as you know, I think we need brawlers, right? You got to got to set this thing right. And you saw the Carrie well, Lake, the, the the enormous outpouring. Yeah, go ahead, sir. Right. Well, yeah, and that's what the, it was. Very, it was awesome and divine. Uh, I believe a divine appointment. Divine that uh, Rasmussen polls came out on Thursday. Everybody last Thursday, and it had me almost doubling both Rana and Harmeet. And that, so what, are the, what does that say? It says the people want not only change, but what, is, what do I represent in that change? I represent that you're going to get the best return on your investment for big donors. You're going to get these elections fixed. You're going to get these, these uh, the internal thing. It takes a businessman to do that. And we've got to hold them accountable. And, uh, but the people put it right out there. They couldn't deny that. And Steve, the media, the media, they didn't know what to do with that. They go, oh, Mike only got four votes. Well, the people that voted me in are the, the you know, they decided to go against the people's wishes. What the, what the, 
what our country wanted. They decided to vote the other way. So they're the ones that are going, the media's going, um, gee, what do we do with this now? We can't even attack Mike for only getting four votes. We should be going after them because they didn't listen to the people. Now, you know what, Steve? This should be said on, on your Fox Newses of the world, but they don't. And, that, you know, that's disturbing. And so we're going to get it out here. Pretty soon we're going to have every audience in the country I hear on War Room yeah. because the other ones don't talk about things. Uh, Mike, honor to have you on here. How do people get to you on social media and uh, Lindell TV? Yeah, well, you go to get download Frank's speech, everybody. Download the app. You can see me. I'm on Getter. I'm on Truth Social. And uh, reach me. You can watch me there. I'm even back on Twitter, but I'm using Twitter, you know, to get the word out about all the other platforms, too. So um, you can see me at uh, – I, I put the word – we've all got to put the word out on all the social media platforms, even the uh, – even the bad sucker bucks Facebook, but because we've got to keep our voices getting bigger, Steve, and we're going to, we're going to win this. Jimmy Kimmel has uh, Mike Lindell, for, I don't know, round three or four uh, tomorrow night. We'll make sure that we promote this strongly so everybody can see it. it I, one thing I would guarantee you, it will be wild. Mike Lindell, thank yeah. you so much. And thank you. Thank you for doing putting yourself through what Jimmy Kimmel is going to put you through, whatever it's going to be. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be and another trial. Yeah, and everybody, you can go get the Frank Speech app. We have the clip up there, and I put it out on Getter and stuff. There's the clip of me and Jimmy going back and forth for five. It's a five-minute clip of over the last uh, nine months, everybody. you you got to watch that because, you know, Jimmy said, you know, I got I got a, I watched Lindell TV for hours on end. I mean, this goes back and forth. And by the way, everybody, I'm going to be inside of a claw game, uh, inside of a um, you know, where they, they grab the, the, the stuff because he doesn't want you have to be vaccinated there. So he's good for his protection. Well, Steve, yeah. maybe I'm maybe yeah. maybe I feel pretty safe in there because I don't want any shedding. You know, I don't know. No, no, no. People, the, the, the insanity of these shows, I turned down Bill Maher front be front of the show because it said we've got to be vaxxed. I said not not happening. I'm not vaxxed and my crew's right. not vaxxed. So if that's not good right. enough, then we we take a we'll take a pass we'll take a Pasadena on that. But no, they, you, if you're not vaxxed, they 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 freak out. Mike Lindell, honored to have you on here. Honored to be the the platform that we launch, My Pillow 2.0, with advanced technology. Sorry, Thank everybody. you very much, sir. Yeah, thanks everybody. Thanks, brother. Do I have Ben Burkwam, uh, Ben? Excuse me, Ben Harnwell, the uh, the Ben Bar- Burkwam of the Vatican. Uh, ben, before um, we're gonna, I'm going to take a break and come back in a second. But but here's a question I've got. It's called the Sleepwalkers. You know, everybody talks about the diplomats that that were the Sleepwalkers into World War One. Is that what's happening in Europe right now? Are are are, are the diplomats and the and the globalists sleepwalking into a massive war in Crimea, sir? Yes, yeah, Steve. That's exactly what what's happening there's some debate as to whether these tanks the the abrams tanks will be operational in time for the famous spring offensive that we're expecting vladimir putin to launch but whether they're operational or, or whether they're not the escalation now is tipping beyond the point where either side even if it were to want to could pull back before there is all-out kinetic war yes steve we are absolutely sleepwalking into um into world war three Okay, uh, we're going to return a short break. We're going to go back to the Vatican to talk to Ben uh, Harnwell about all of it. Also, uh, um, Axios, the corporate media, Mike Allen's corporatist media, finally woke up to the fact, their lead story today is about artificial intelligence. Like, wow, 
this thing may be so far advanced. Uh, have we, like, missed it here? Should we regulate some of this? What we've been talking about for a couple of years here. Joe Allen, our editor of all things transhumanist, will also join us. But the, the awakening of places like the Atlantic Magazine, the New Yorker, the New York Times, Axios. Uh-oh. Chatbot GPT. Got him. Unexpectedly. All next in the War Room. Fair warning. Listen to this convicted home title thief explaining what happens when he forges your home's title and takes over as the new owner. Nobody thinks that I can take their house and borrow against the house. Oh, no, I have title insurance. It's in my name. Or he would have to get some special document. They would call me. You know, nobody's calling you. You're living in a delusion. After I've stolen the title, borrowed against it, or sold the property, it's 60 to 90 days for that person to even figure out that they're the victim of this crime. You start getting foreclosure notices. You've got four mortgages on your house. You don't even own your home anymore. It's not even in your name. Home title fraud is growing two and a half times faster than credit card fraud. You could be a victim and not even know it. Here's how to protect yourself and verify your home's title is still in your name. Visit HomeTitleLock.com promo code radio. Then register your address for your no obligation home title report. A hundred dollar value you get for free. Again, get your free home title report at HomeTitleLock.com, promo code RADIO. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bath. Okay, uh, we have uh, Amory Slaughter, uh, Ben Harnwell, who's talking about the, the, uh, the uh, tanks with iron crosses on them, the Leopard 2, you know, the bad optics. So kind of the bad optics maybe having the Panzers, when we're on the eve of the 80th anniversary of the surrender of uh, a 300,000-man army, what was left of it, at Stalingrad, which takes place tomorrow. Uh, and she says, boy, you know, th- and we hope that they're going to go into Ukraine, and we hope, we, we certainly hope they don't go into Russia. Ben Harnwell, you're at the Vatican. tied all together. The globalists are on the march, are they not, sir? They are, Steve. Even though they arguably took a, a step backwards at Davos with the with a lack of momentum and a lot of heads of government that weren't that weren't there, and um, I think it's more of a step back in order to re-solidify rather than a step back to retreat. Um, but talking about globalists is a perfect segue into into my favourite subject. You, you know how how dear to my heart uh, our sociopathic overlords are, um, and it's the degree of lies that they tell. Um, the, the shameless gaslighting. Here's a quote that came that um, Ron Klein, the outgoing White House chief of staff, came out with over the weekend, saying that he was rather happy with, with, with Biden's immense successes, and he said that Biden had managed the largest land war in Europe since Truman, as part of his um, list of accomplishments. Now, I wasn't aware. Correct me if I'm wrong, right? I wasn't aware that Joe Biden had ever said publicly or anyone close to him said that he, this is the guy, right, who's not even remotely with it anymore. This is the guy that's managing this war um, um, in, uh, in Ukraine. Of course, if he were managing it, it would explain a lot why the Ukrainian side seems to be endlessly failing. Um, but, but here's the point. They're never going to tell you the truth. Another 
blinder that came out um, today was Boris Johnson claimed that uh, Putin on the phone had threatened to drop a missile on him and to kill him. Um, Steve, I, I, I'm going to go out now. I'm going to go on the record. I do not believe Vladimir Putin said any such thing. I will wait for, for any proof or evidence that, that Putin said this to, to Boris Johnson. But I think it's, 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 um, it's more likely that in the passage of time, a civil servant who would have been listening to that call will come out and say, actually, Putin never said any such thing. But it's an illustration of the extent that our, our globalist leaders are willing to go to in order to, to pick up on your expression just a few moments or, or so ago, to sleepwalk the world into um, a, a further world war. Only, of course, this time a full kinetic war would be between um, nuclear powers, between Russia and NATO. Um, and again, we're, 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 our leaders, so-called leaders, are coming out with one distraction after another. Boris Johnson, again, last week at Davos, said that he doesn't think that um, that Putin is going to use nuclear missiles. He, he said that. Um, he's, he's drawn his red lines. We continue to push against them. So because he hasn't done it so far, he's not going to do it in the future. Um, and you're just left wondering to yourself, what planet are these people living on? Um, but to go from one world war to a purported civil war here uh, in Rome, in the Vatican, behind me now, um, here's another example of how you'll never get the straight truth out of the mainstream media. There is an article by uh, Ross Dudat, who is um, he's probably the the, the 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 journalist of the New York Times um, most to the centre. I mean, he's not an out-and-out communist, which is why everyone at the New York Times likes to sort of laugh at him behind his, his back. But he's come up with this article today. I don't know if, if the guys in Denver might be able to put it up while I'm talking, which is headlined, The War Between Catholic Cardinals. Um, and, the and the opening words suggests that uh, with the death of Pope Benedict, the, the opening salvos of the Catholic Church's civil war have been deployed, um, specifically referring to that secret anonymous uh, memo by Cardinal Pell, um, whose authorship was made known by the journalist who leaked it, Sandro Magister, uh, a, a day or so after he died. Um, I'm going to go into the article, but to do that, I am going to uh, just read out an excerpt. For all their undeniable conservatism, a consistent goal for Benedict, as well as John Paul II, was some kind of synthesis for the modern church in which the changes ushered in by the Second Vatican Council could be integrated with the traditional commitments of Catholicism. Now, long-standing viewers of the war room will home in, as I did, on that expression and say, really? Because I don't know about you, Steve, but in my circle of acquaintances, I don't know anybody who thinks John Paul II or Benedict were conservative. The best you could say about them is that they are they were more or less just about Catholic at a push. Um, but here's the, 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 the conceit that the New York Times is playing here in order to portray a civil war, contrasting Cardinal Pell's memo with its analogue by um, American Cardinal Robert 
uh, McElroy, who wrote an article in um, in this week's edition of America magazine, which is 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 the Jesuits' main, uh, the American Jesuits' main organ of pushing out heresy and dissent. Um, and there is, admittedly, a certain symmetry between uh, these two opposites, symmetrical opposites between these two cardinals. But it doesn't make a civil war. And the reason why there isn't a civil war and there can't be in the Catholic Church is because the Pope, air quotes, the Pope has all the cards. If you're a priest or you're a member of a religious community or you're a bishop or if you're a cardinal, um, then you, whether you in your heart accept that Pope Francis is a valid pope or whether you don't, you have to follow through on the on the obedience which is expected of you in that position. Um, and it is impossible to have a civil war against a figure that you're under obedience to, which leads us to, I think, what is really happening in the Catholic Church and the undercurrents is rather than um, any kind of civil war, which I repeat isn't going to take place, at least not in, in, in the formal institutional church. What is more likely to take place, and we've mentioned this before, Steve, is a schism, which is a formal split of Catholics who will say, for one reason or another, we do not recognize this figure of Pope. And how they will do this, I don't know. Archbishop Lefebvre, that the French Archbishop tried this in, in the 1980s. But basically, you pull out of the formal Catholic structure and you ordain priests and you consecrate bishops without the Vatican's consent. Now, I happen to think if if more bishops had supported um, Archbishop Lefebvre, the Catholic Church wouldn't be in the position that it's in today. But um, the thesis of this article just to, just to, to finish off here is exactly what i said on this show um i think the day from here the, the very day benedict died which is that this now puts people who always maintained that benedict was the true pope in a very difficult position because it forces them to say um now at this point whether the, the papal throne is empty or whether they're going to do a u-turn um um, and 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 rejoin uh, spiritually, interiorly uh, in the Catholic hierarchy. There are a lot of people, and and this is the, the thesis of this article. There are a lot of people that said more or less openly that they don't recognise Pope Francis as a valid pope, saying that Pope Benedict's resignation was faulty. What those people are going to do now, I think, will. Um, give some degree of momentum to the possibility of a schism moving forward. Ben, how can uh, you're going to get much more engaged in our Ukraine coverage as we ramp it up? How do people get to you? How do they get to the uh, to the War Room Rome show and all your content? Um, thanks, Steve. It is on. I'm exclusively on Getter. My profile is simply my surname at Harnwell. Um, I've got a lot of great stuff though over the weekend if folk wants uh, wants to check it out and perhaps steve i can come back um later on this week because the real question and this is what i've been sort of talking with people um over the last few days is about is this idea the words only lightly referred to here in the in this ross do that article but the question is is this principle this idea called set of accountism which is that the papal throne is empty that is really the concept which no one wants to talk about certainly not in public um, and that's the question I think that's, that's, that most lay Catholic 
Um, and, and even oh, no. uh, bishops yeah. are, are, are going to have to deal with moving, moving forward. Of, co- of, of course it's the war room. Of course we're going to talk about it. The papal throne being empty and this whole concept of schism. So we're going to get into, get into it deeply. Uh, ben Harnwell, thank you very much. Honored to have thank you on you, here. Thank you for God getting bless. down to the vacuum today. Do this hit. Thank you. So the New York Times is now hip to some of these concepts with this column yesterday in the New York Times, the Sunday edition. Uh, we got a cold open from Joe Allen. Uh, New York Times, other people are getting savvy on artificial intelligence way ahead of where everybody thought. Did not, they did not listen to Joe Allen and were not watching the worm. Let's go ahead and play the cold open. I'll bring Joe in. They are hyper-realistic video and audio recordings that use artificial intelligence and deep learning to create fake content or deep fakes. The U.S. government has grown increasingly concerned about their potential to be used to spread disinformation and commit crimes. That's because the creators of deepfakes have the power to make people say or do anything, at least on our screens. Most Americans have no idea how far the technology has come in just the last four years, or the danger, disruption, and opportunities that come with it. You know, I do all my own stunts. Obviously. Uh, I also do my own music. (laughs) This is not Tom Cruise. It's one of a series of hyper-realistic deep fakes of the movie star that began appearing on the video sharing app TikTok earlier this year. Mr. Speaker, I stand here today because I am planning to reintroduce the United States-Israel Artificial Intelligence Center Act, a bipartisan piece of legislation that will cement a mutually beneficial partnership between the United States and Israel on artificial intelligence research. This is a critical step forward in an era where AI and its implications are taking center stage in public discourse. We must collaborate with international partners like the Israeli government to ensure that the United States maintains a leadership role in AI research and development and responsibly explores the many possibilities evolving technologies provide. The United States-Israel Artificial Intelligence Center Act will allow us to tap into the expertise of both countries and draw upon each other's resources to explore and develop cutting-edge AI advancements. I yield back. Okay, we're going to take a short break. We're going to bring uh, Joe Allen in, who compiled that uh, that uh, clips uh, that cold open to discuss it. Uh, but um, AI should not be a shock to you how far advanced it is. It's a shock to the mainstream media. And number one, one of the reasons it's shocked, it's their jobs first they're going to go. These low-level, these mid-level writing jobs, artistic jobs, graphic. Now, all of a sudden, it's huge. AI is huge. They just thought I was taking blue-collar jobs. That would be incorrect. But the jobs themselves is only the smallest element on the danger of what has been created. All next, only in the war room. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself 
and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to itargetpro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, all one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com, offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, you can get the immersive experience all weekend. We had uh, Grace Chong and uh, Calamity Jane, Captain Ben, and everybody putting up um, uh, live streams. It's absolutely incredible tool, much more powerful than Twitter and the fact that you can do a live stream right away. Um, and so uh, make sure you go totally free, download the app, get the full War Room experience. Also, Real America's Voice up there 24-7. So it's just fantastic. And you do your own do your own live streams. Become a content, a content creator yourself. Joe Allen, um, all of a sudden, the mainstream media is a meltdown over AI because now they realize it's going to broom, it's going to cut away a bunch of their jobs. But that's not really the danger, is it, sir? I think the dangers go way, way beyond just uh, the loss of a few white-collar jobs, although that's going to be significant. Um, you know, in the cold open, we just saw the representative Jake Auchincloss uh, his brief House speech was written by ChatGPT. They kind of did it as a, you could say it was a sort of a stunt or a ploy to get attention, um, and uh, or at least to put attention on the issue of not being able to tell the difference between a boring House speech written by a person and an AI. He's going on to talk about the joint U.S.-Israel Center for AI Research. Uh, these sorts of uh, organizations are springing up everywhere, some of which to look at how to control AI, most of which looking at how to accelerate the development and integrate that development into uh, society. So the U.S. and EU um, now have an artificial intelligence agreement to accelerate the integration of AI into everything from climate change modeling to agriculture to medicine. And in all these cases, basically, it's just looking to find the most uh, efficient ways to uh, to work out any problems using AI, but it also means that that sort of human AI symbiosis that we're always talking about is being accelerated with the assistance of various governmental organizations and, of course, the corporations pushing it. Um, you know, over the weekend, as you had mentioned, Steve, uh, a ton of different articles came out, you know, fretting about this problem of artificial intelligence. You had Maureen Dowd 
at the New York Times. Uh, the, the title of the article is AI Actually Insipid uh, Until It's Actually Insidious. I'm not sure if she wrote that headline or if the AI did. But basically, her argument is she, she's looking at the kind of arc of transhumanist uh, ambition. She's, of course, spent time with the guys at OpenAI, and she's talking about how they hold a, a transhumanist sort of mindset without ever using the word. They hold this idea that machines will soon be more intelligent than, intelligent than human beings. A lot of her article is written by ChatGPT. She just asks various questions and fills up the column space with that uh, G GPT content. So you could say that she's already ahead of the curve on that. But she concludes by saying, just very briefly, uh, all of this is just uh, kind of fun and games until AI is sentient. And I think that that's probably among the most dangerous sorts of notions that's being pushed. This idea, she appears to at least uh, to, uh, to entertain the idea. Uh, certainly a lot of the roboticists and artificial intelligence uh, programmers seem to entertain and be pushing towards that idea. This notion that these machines could actually be conscious uh, has become somewhat prevalent. It's a sort of religious belief. And so, uh, you know, there are other bits, too. Axios is talking about how AI uh, doesn't the, the technology is rocketing ahead of the regulation. This is 100 percent true. But yeah. the people who are talking about regulating it, such as Jake Auchincloss, are going to want to steer artificial intelligence in a, yeah. a very liberal direction, okay. right? So when they talk about AI ethics, but hang on a second, because I'm going to get into the AI ethics deeper when we have more time this afternoon. Um, what's happened in AI in, in, in chat GPT is, is um, illustrative of what else is going on. Remember, it's the convergence of five what I call verticals or technologies onto a point, Okay. That's that's quantum computing, advanced chip design. Number two would be advanced chip design slash nanotechnology. The third would be biotech and CRISPR, right? Bioengineering. The third, fourth would be regenerative robotics, and the fifth would be artificial general intelligence. They're all in a tizzy now. They're all worked up because when it was dropped at Davos, it was so much farther ahead than they realized. And this is something we've been preaching now for a couple of years. However, ladies and gentlemen, all those other four verticals are also farther along than they're coming out and talking about. The convergence of this is, is the overwhelming power. If you think AI, and trust me, that's going to be overwhelming, and now they're talking about these, how do you regulate it? And, and, and Joanne's going to get into later when we bring it back about, yes, they're going to do it to the progressive liberal side. That's just one speed bump on the highway. On this side of that convergence, the transhumanist model, the singularity, is homo sapien. Okay? On the other side of that divide is homo sapien 2.0, leading to other things. That is the massive inflection point of the human race. And it is upon us. And I realize you're going, oh, my God, I got the debt ceiling. I got the southern border. I got the Ukraine. You know, I got the RNCs. What, what am I going to do? Well, hey. That's why divine providence, right, and its wisdom has you in this veil of tears at this time and place watching and listening to this show. You are the vanguard of what's going to say we are not going to do this. 
Okay. Joe Allen, real quickly, before we get you back on this afternoon, where do people go get your great writings on all of this? You can find everything at, at jobot.xyz, at J-O-E-B-O-T-X-Y-Z on social media, and warroom.org under the transhumanist tab, under the transhumanism tab. And, and real quick, Steve, uh, I just want to give a quick plug. Our own Frank Milley has an article up at Real Clear Politics. It's an editorial about chat GPT, uh, you know, destroying it's, the colonist it's, gig. It's, so uh, it's also up on my social media it's, for anybody It's interested. amazing. Frank is incredible, and this thing is amazing. Um, be back here five to seven. We're going to be on fire. Remember, this audience gets the signal. You get the news years ahead of the elites. Only in the war room. See you back here five to seven. Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk Show on Real America's Voice. Keep it tuned in right here. Short commercial break. Charlie Kirk next. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.